1: And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. You know, and then it will be Antarctic oh. the next week. What? What was it? What's wrong?
2: Oh, my orange is disgusting. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Hola a todo el mundo y bienvenidos a Phantom Zone, el mejor lo- lugar para todas las cosas nerds. Si te gusta lo que escuchas hoy, puedes disfrutar nuestros otros episodios ahora en Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast y SoundCloud. Mi nombre es Chris Buk y estoy aquí como siempre con mis amigos Simone y Ian. ¿Cómo
1: estáis? Bien. <risa> muy bien, muy bien. <risa>
2: we're good thank
1: you we're gonna definitely keep that (laughs) that was outstanding i don't know if it's right but that was amazing (laughs) 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 i don't even bother with the english just keep that
3: (laughs) yeah that was sick i figured for this particular film giving its you know background and you know um subtext storyline um, mm-hmm. we we I would go with that. Uh, for the listeners, I lived in Spain for a number of years, so I kind of uh... have that excuse. But you know, I, I wanted we to. We thought
1: you were going in dry and had never ever no, no. spoken Spanish I'd... before. Have I not told you this? No. no. Wow, God, how
3: long have you been doing this? And <laughs> I've never mentioned it. Jesus. Well, wow. that's why I was like,
1: oh my God, wow, because <laughs> I was like, for a guy who's never spoken Spanish, <laughs> I was he's doing. Yeah, just busted that out. I was like
3: jesus yeah i look I, like a dickhead now <laughs> i very rarely get to use it anymore so i thought i'll take this opportunity to do it and also duolingo thank you for helping brush up on some bits <laughs> yeah duolingo. yeah god praise duolingo um yeah. <laughs> well for those who may not understand that, welcome to the phantom zone your one-stop shop for all things nerdy simone Ian, how are you both good
1: Yes. yes good very really
3: good, good. warm good. warm it is very hot summer has arrived in september in the uk <laughs> <laughs> it's classic you know we had a really hot spring summer Mild, and now autumn's gonna summer. be yeah autumn's gonna be a heat wave apparently so i don't know Woo! Yeah. oh yeah Typical Britain, everything runs so, a bit. Everyone runs a bit late, so you know <laughs> what can we do?
1: Global uh, warming. What can it is do? global warming. Yeah, no, it global, is global warming. warming. Or, as I learned the other day, the oil companies want you to call it climate change. Did you know that they were the ones that changed it because they wanted it to sound less alarming? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Climate change just
3: sounded like it was like it was overcast, and now it's just slightly warm. Yeah, <laughs> as opposed to the planet is melting. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, it does sound less drastic. It does, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. They did. They're not wrong. They're not wrong. Uh thank God! For the, thank God, the marketing companies for the oil. The oil oh, don't get me started. I
1: watched a video the other day. I recommend to all our listeners uh, a channel on YouTube called Wisecrack. They do lots of philosophical videos Sometimes on superheroes and stuff like that It's super interesting But they did one on climate change the other day And I genuinely had an existential crisis afterwards So yeah, I came not...
2: home to like Ian Like this shell of a man <laughs> I was Like yeah. What
1: happened? I so let's it. not yeah. get back onto that Because I, yeah. right. uh, I was dead inside After that <laughs>
3: Well, let's move on to something you know, hopefully a bit more positive. <laughs> we are here this week. I don't know why I'm saying that. We're about to talk DC. Um, we yeah, are here yeah. this week. still on climate change. I yeah, no, jeez. That. <laughs> <laughs> that's maybe that's what they did. It was DCEU. EU. DCU sounds much better. Um, yeah, it's it's exactly the same. It's exactly the same. Exactly. Oil companies are behind us. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. we are here this week as part of our ongoing partnership with UK Farm View. Big up to UK Farm View. Um, oh, yeah to talk all about the latest DCU film, Blue (laughs) Beetle, which hit cinemas a couple of weeks ago. Um, Blue Beetle, which, to be clear, is not a film about a sad member of the legendary Fab Four band. (laughs) It is, in fact, the story of one Jaime Reyes, played by Jolo Maraduena, a young man who, through a series of crazy events, comes into possession of an ancient alien scarab, which chooses him to be his, hits symbiotic host, grafting itself to his body and bestowing him with a suit of armor that's capable of extraordinary powers. Jaime must now learn to control his new abilities and use them to protect his family and community from a powerful threat.
1: There's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. There's a. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's a good summary of that film. Uh, it's really good. Very good. Thank yeah. you very much. And you now very we much. don't need to talk about it. Uh,
3: <laughs> wow, that's the end of the part. No, I'm joking. I <laughs> am <laughs> so. Right, we're just going to get straight into it. Overall thoughts, rate like broadly ratings, that first before we get into the net gritty. So, Ian, you are top of my list. Blue Beetle, you saw this a few days ago, uh, yeah. so should be fresh in your mind, even though I know yeah. it's not. <laughs> 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 um, what what did you
1: think of Blue Beetle? Um, so my review on Letterboxd, which people go follow me on Letterboxd, I post every film. What are you just Ian Lunny on Letterboxd, by the way? Yeah, just Ian Lunny. On Letterboxed, um, I would say I look—I'm the person who looks like me—but I don't actually have a photo. I've just found out, so I'm going to have to change that. But uh, I do a review of every film I watch, and I did a very short review on Blue Beetle, which was an exercise in mediocrity. Wow! Um, I <laughs> thought this film was terrible. I wow. really, really did not like this film. Um, okay. We left. Simone went to me. <clears throat> which bit did you like? And for a good 10 minutes I sat and had to think and there was nothing. <laughs> there was literally nothing that I liked about this film. I will say, you know, I guess broadly the actors are good enough in it. Although it's Susan Sarandon's in this, isn't she? Mm. Yeah. Susan Sarandon? Yeah, she did not want to be in this film. Uh, she was chewing that scenery to get through this. I have this.
3: many thoughts on Susan Sarandon. <laughs> <laughs>
1: she I don't think she wanted to be in this. Um, so I'd say it's broadly... Oh God. The thing is though, like we can get into the nitty gritty more, but this is not as bad as Flash. I think the Flash is like genuinely like trash. Mm. Um, This is just so boring and mediocre and dull that it's just broadly bad to broadly terrible. And I just really hated it. I really, really did not like it. And we (laughs) could get into it more, uh, but yeah, I didn't like it at all.
3: Okay, so Ian is on. The, <laughs> Ian is on the fence. Uh, Simone, <laughs>
1: <laughs> what did
3: you think?
2: Um, yeah, it's it's broadly fine to broadly bad. Um, it didn't really feel like it was doing anything new. Like it's very formulaic. Uh. Felt very reminiscent of like early Marvel. Well, not too early, but like yeah. Um. Ian actually made a comparison that it was just this is going to be Iron Man two and then,
3: mm, okay,
2: um, interesting. well I I actually have interesting a
1: comparison point now but yeah it, there is a weird Iron Man two bit in it but yeah
2: um I actually I did enjoy some parts of it um Ian did not enjoy these parts but I enjoyed the like really hammed up campy moments with the family mm. where it kind of felt like it was like a tele novella or something yeah it was like mm-hmm. very over the top um i actually mm-hmm. really enjoyed that i don't know if that was their intention but i i thought that was broadly entertaining um but yeah i was not a huge fan of it the, as soon as i left the cinema like most of the film kind of like dissipated <laughs> kind of like just gone <laughs> did you i genuinely... just see a film
1: where have i been the <laughs> <like> last two hours <laughs> we were in the car and samoma genuinely was like what bit did i
2: <laughs> what, 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 what was it? Was it a, I don't know. I couldn't. I couldn't tell. I really, genuinely, I couldn't tell you. Um, yeah, n- not not a fan. Not a fan of this film. um Yeah, they did bad.
3: Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> they did. Enough. They, did okay. they did a 30. Right. <laughs> Controversially, I'm going to say I enjoyed it. Um, no. But no! To, but I will put the needle firmly on broadly fine mainly because the bits I enjoyed, were the same bits that I think, Simone, you enjoyed, was the dynamics between the family and the characters were a bit punchier than I've seen in recent DCU films. And I came out thinking, well, I enjoyed it more than pretty much anything DC have done recently. <laughs> so um, that was I was I was more surprised at how much I enjoyed it more than I was expecting. I, what I will say is all the superhero-y bits were naff. And pretty much, me, like, where the mediocrity for me comes in. It's like, I've seen this all before. You haven't, you're not giving me anything new in that regard. As soon as it stopped out of the family aspect and became the superhero film, that's when it really uh, um, fell down for me and lands right on the broadly fine middle of the scale, uh, if we're looking at it like a needle point. Yeah. Um, Susan Sarandon, <laughs> Jesus Christ.
2: I mean, she looks great. Yeah, he but I mean,
1: but there you go. I'd, she didn't care of being there. No, she was she terrible. Not. She was I mean, really bad in this film. She's
3: so bad in this
1: film. I think she does. I genuinely feel like she did not care at all about this film. At, I feel like it was one of the ones we always talk about it where an actor's been told you have to be in this contractually. Yeah. And she was just like, oh, okay, let me just get it done. Let me just like, every line was just like, forced out and there was a bit where they were in the helicopter at the end with her like daughter no niece, niece. and she she pulled a gun on her and like <laughs> the does. way she was holding her gun was just like the most I really don't care I know this is a prop so sort of like <laughs> she was a fling it around it was like I'm gonna shoot you in your face and I was just like Oh my god, this is but terrible. But what is with DC getting these like legendary, like Helen Mirren
3: in Shazam, you got Holly Hunter in Justice League, or sorry, yeah. Back- Daughter Justice, you know? It's yeah. just like, they're better than this. I mean, they are way better than this, and they are like, way better than this. What do you have on these people that you're making them do this stuff? <laughs> I
1: mean, it's Susan a contract. S- it's a contract signed I'm, I'm not,
3: I'm not going to say anything about Susan Sarandon because I, I think she's actually really great, and she's a great I actress. I don't want to say it in libel, but she must have some. They must have something on her that made her <laughs> compelled to do
1: this. I mean, oh, I don't man. see how she's unless she thought. Well, the the thing is, Blue Beetle had a budget of a hundred and four million, right? And I'd bet a good eighty million of that. And has be. not made that back. <laughs> yeah, he has not made that back. But I reckon the the majority of that went on susan's random Because it it doesn't look good. Like I'll tell you that for free. Like it doesn't it doesn't look good at all. I right? mean I'd be in a DC film for eighty million dollars. I don't know about you. <laughs> yeah, yeah I would I would I would it looks terrible like there's bits where like um uh blue beetles fighting the villain and um like where is everybody like the city's just completely empty
3: yeah it's one of it's one of those isn't it it's like city destruction but no stakes
1: nobody's there like literally nobody's there and it's meant to be like an la sort of like city you know and there's just no one there well, we said this about justice league as well
3: when they fight in, um, maybe it's just this the they just maybe no one lives there maybe because <laughs> it's,
1: maybe because it's so messed up no one lives there <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, let's just, just get out of this place it's this terrible like oh man well i was going to say simone mentioned about having comparison to to iron man 2 but i actually realized through talking to one of my students who i'm i'm interested to hear her opinion on this film because she is latin american she's Mm. she's mexican-american so i want to hear her her opinion on this film um and its representation uh she hasn't seen it yet but jesse hi she listened to all our episodes hi jesse thanks for hey jesse hi um it's it's ant-man this film is ant-man like genuinely yeah yeah, it is beat for beat ant-man it's about a guy down on his luck who's actually really intelligent but can't get a job that reflects his, his abilities. He has to get a job to help protect his family. He then finds an insectoid related suit that he can't control. It messes him up, right? Then he has to fight an alternative version of himself, which, I mean, is in every Marvel film, you know, from the dawn of time. But it has to fight because they are trying to make multiple suits for a military government to sell to them to make money off the evil suits that are his suit. It's literally it's literally Ant Man. Like, oh yeah.
3: The tropes, I mean, even the, the you know, the Iron Man two reference, the crazy, you know, the evil guy in the big suit, you know, that yeah. kinda fights him. He's like I, I've seen all of these tropes in every Marvel and DC yeah. film for the last like 20 years you know yeah you've literally just gone cut and paste from a lot of
1: it's 20 years out of date and even then i don't think it's a good like uh, like we can all agree chris and simone like iron man is still a good film right yeah
3: Yeah, first one
1: yeah this is if this came out the same time as iron man we'd all be like this is crap Yeah, I mean it's (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It's bad. It's it's so boring. It's just so dull.
3: I think. I think. Yeah. I think there is. There's a lot of like I say, the superheroiness of it is where it's like, okay, I'm not getting anything from this. I've seen that. I've seen that. I've seen this. You know, the the characters are what keeps this film. Is it kind of a flaw? Yeah, I, I does think it, I does think the characters it, and, the, and the actors do a good job. I genuinely do, apart from Susan surrounding um, <laughs>
1: Sorry, Susan. I agree. I agree. <laughs> I think,
2: think the the uncle kind of like kept, and to be fair, t- towards the end, the grandmother. Uh, yeah,
1: like I, ju- I just really hate.
2: I like that it was super That's campy sad. and hammed up and over the top. But I, don't, I, I don't, don't think they meant so. it.
1: I don't think they meant it to be.
2: I don't I know. Don't made, I, th- th- I mean, I look at the logo. Look at the logo. The logo is like this weird out of time almost 80s low like font thing going on so yeah i think it is i think it's intentional do you i
3: don't know like i think think it's intentional i think it's overly cheesy and overly campy at times but i think it is intentional to do to Mm -hmm. what they've done i don't think they've i don't think they're oblivious to what they're doing i just think they maybe overdo it
1: i just don't think it came across well then like, I just think, like, yeah, fine, you can do things campy. And so look at 4 Ragnarok, which I know 4 Love and Thunder led us to, like, something terrible. But 4 Ragnarok definitely takes a more campy, like, look at 4. Um, To its detriment, some would say, because 4 becomes almost, like, a moron by 4 Love and Thunder. But, like, it, it goes too far, like, 4 Love and Thunder. Like, it's, like, this family are just totally not believable and almost this is why I want to hear what Jesse's opinion is as somebody who is Latin American um I found it like almost stereotyping their family and they became like it's shoehorned in the representation of Mexican-American immigrants coming from the border which I would have thought would have been a really interesting take on it but because it's all really stereotypical And like not done well, and also looks mad cheap. I just was like, I don't believe any of this. Like, I just don't feel like they had a real family connection. Do you know what I mean? There wasn't like a, like a, uh, it didn't feel like they were really a family. It felt like they were on Hollyoaks. I,
3: thought, like I, 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 I felt they were really a family. I'm, I'm not. I'm not speaking to the representation because obviously I can't, and it'd be interesting really to get that kind of perspective. But I did get a kind of
1: family. Well, Jesse, dynamic join the show. Come, come on, yeah, for this one. <laughs> absolutely.
3: It'd be fantastic to hear Jesse. We'll revisit on this. it with you. We'll on revisit it. this, yeah. Um, but I do. I did get a family dynamic from them. Like I say, mm. it does play into the cheesiness, the kind of campiness of it, and I think it does too far a number of times but i do i did get the feeling that they were a family unit and yeah. when obviously spoilers if you haven't seen blue beetle if you don't are go. Then, don't go don't <laughs> go <laughs> it's better than the flash
1: um that's that's our review, <laughs> yes, our review. Uh, we'd all agree on that right we yeah, all agree it it's better crazy. than the flash
3: yeah <laughs> and
1: black adam <laughs> and shazam
3: oh god <laughs> i'm putting this in my top five dceu films which is not a high bar but it's a bar <laughs> that i'm gonna go with. i don't
1: even know what my top five dceu
3: right i'll go through DCEU. them and i'll go through them a bit later on and we can decide yeah yeah okay let's stay on this <laughs>
1: well, i
2: i agree with you chris i i i do feel like i generally they were quite convincing in their representation as a family and i like the dynamics that were going on mm. um Again, yeah, can't say whether it's like true representation, but <laughs> what what are you laughing about?
1: No, no, I just don't no, carry on. You'll no, you'll laugh when I when I say it as well. You'll laugh. No, no, like, go,
2: go ahead, go ahead, please. please well, please. I was going
1: to say because it's so predictable with the family. I turned to Simone within the first like ten minutes of the film and went, "His dad's going to die. His dad's <laughs> <definitely> going <laughs> to die." And, and Simone went, "No, they they wouldn't be on the nose that much." And I was like, "You wait, you wait, dead." I. I, I must agree. I, I assume one of the family would die.
3: I knew it was going to be his dad. I knew it was going to be his I, dad. I, I found that quite emotional. And I found that quite a touching moment. You Same. know, because, you know.
2: I mean, like, the whole scene was, was like, in. Like, we discussed this. It was it was quite good the way they did it. And they set it up.
3: I thought so. What,
2: oh, it's heart it, attack? No, as if it was, like, uh, an immigration raid or something. Like it, oh,
1: no. Okay, yeah. Like that, that was right.
2: really good. Yeah. That was the yes. one
1: bit in the film. That I felt had good potential in terms of having an allegory for something else. But because it looked really cheap, I do think it detracted from it still. Because it did look cheap to me. Like even what they were wearing, not the family, they looked like they weren't wearing normal clothes, but they. The armed guard people looked like really plasticky, sort of like foam Power Ranger sort of villain armor. Yeah, Mm. yeah, do you know what I mean? Like if they just turned up in just normal stuff. If it had been a bit more just a
3: black outfit, yeah. And I I, I get because it's meant to be like faceless people, you know, ruining lives and stuff. But they were very—you're right—they're very hyped up, kind of futuristic-looking, which which affected the tone. But I do think Starship Troopers
1: kind of. Stuff, yes. you know and yes. I'm just I'm just
3: like yeah it kind of takes it away obviously he's wearing a blue beetle suit so that kind of doesn't help either but
1: you know i will <laughs> f- forgive the suit though he's
3: a superhero
1: yeah. they shouldn't
3: look when like they're them. in the house be- and you know the 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 grenades are coming in it's on yeah that I think that's where the film definitely peaks yeah, uh, I think that's the best part. Would we agree with that? That's yes, the best. Definitely you know, agree. And I and I think it plays nicely into the moment where the, the dad dies and he has that and he can't help him because uh, he's obviously been restrained. And I think there's just that it does speak to that allegory of, you know, immigration and the raids that, you know, happen
1: to people. Um That is good. That is good. It
2: is very yeah, it's it's a it's a solid scene. Like, it's a
1: solid scene that i think could have done been done better but the idea is good like well yeah. the, the 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 concept and some of the execution was good i think the family in that scene were good as well um yeah that's that's all i have to say on that <laughs>
3: I, th- I think there are some themes in there that are good themes that it leads to so for example um You know, a Latin American family uh, trying to achieve, I guess, the American dream, trying to, you know, be something or, you know, trying to just, you know, hold on to their home while, you know, there's wealth on the other, literally on the other side of the city that they can see that kind of shows the divide between Mm. class and race and, you know, uh, upbringing. I think there's a lot of stuff in there that is touched on, but never really, it's kind of like, hey, we've mentioned it. And then they just kind of stop. And I Mm. think, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff going on there that's then then he goes okay now we're gonna do some superhero stuff and it kind of then gets washed over and then it's a bit it this film could have been a bit deeper and a bit more of a had something else to say rather than just being another like you say an Ant Man esque type origin story for a superhero that has a slight twist but I feel like it had some good stepping stones it just didn't take them all to as fully as it probably could have done which is a real shame because I feel like The characters could have been more interesting and the family dynamic could have been a bit more and there's like I said there's certain themes in there that could have been explored a bit more but just weren't, which I think really is a shame for me. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: I think so. I think it is I think it's a fair point that it tries to highlight stuff, but I think it just fails. And like for me, it just like lands like flat on its face. And like watching it I found quite like painful, like having to get through that. Like if it was an hour and a bit like how long was Barbie again? An hour and forty five? Yeah, something like that, yeah. Yeah. If it if it was an hour and forty-five or an hour and forty. Maybe it was two like, hours and seven. It's two it's hours. It is two hours of this
2: crap. And, and I'm it, just it like, didn't it didn't need to be that long. They there not. was so much they could
1: have cut. So, like all of the crappy dialogue. Just get rid of all of that. <sighs> no one, one says anything
2: <laughs> <laughs> well there was like so that crappy. entire like round table scene when uh i can't remember her name but is it oh, what's the what's the what's
1: <laughs> like a red table talk Will jenny jenny.
2: <laughs> jenny yeah jenny comes to visit the family oh, and they're yeah. all sat there oh, and they're like man. showing him the the she's showing that no he's showing that he's, he's got the, the scarab Thing in his back. back and you know they're they're like, oh, st- oh oh it's been worse and and, so, and it's like it's just kind of like this scene did not need to be this long.
1: Didn't need to be. Didn't no. need to be. And then his reaction when he stole the car earlier being oh my God.
2: Blah. And I was just
1: like, oh God. Just Cut light. it. It's all chaff. Cut, Cut it. That. Cut it. Cut, Cut that. Cut it. And like when he finds his powers and he's floating around and smashing up the city and like the one time you see people walking around this city um, and they're trying to be funny and the guys who are like, oh, am I high? Are you high? Boo. Get rid of that. Get rid of all of that. Like it's just. Nonsense that yeah, that was really
2: weird.
1: It's really weird. That
2: was really weird. That was
1: it, doesn't fit.
2: No, it felt so forced in.
1: It felt like we've got to get some funny stuff in here, we got to get like some bit like people are gonna chuckle at this, and it doesn't tonally match at all. Where it does kind of, I guess, because the whole rest of the film's a mess, but like it just doesn't. Oh, it's just so weird. Just get rid of that and him talking to the suit all the time. Get rid of that as well. Yeah, yeah. I, did, get rid of did, the film. Just get rid of all of it. Use, <laughs> get, rid you, of the get rid of the whole. Get rid of the Get it in the bin. <laughs> get it over there.
3: Get out of here. They they use the standard truck, which is noticeable these days. Of if you want to have an action scene, you set it at night because arguably less people are around. So you know you can also drive, it's you can drive. CGI some, yeah, you can drive 90 miles an hour down the road at night because no one's around. So no one's you know, around
1: the CGI it's, doesn't look as crap, even yeah. though it did. Like I, it didn't didn't look good. Oh,
3: the the, the villains' evil layer isn't in the tall-rise building where they work every day. It's actually in this
1: other place, which <laughs> well, is so miles where's the, away. Where's the security for that building? It's terrible. Like it's yeah, terrible. everybody's just walking in and out of that building. They're all like, raiding. In... They're all raiding houses. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for no reason. Just you no are raiding the house. Um, yeah. Like nobody's guarding that building at all. Like they've walked in three or four times during the course of one day. It looks like it didn't even look like we had a sun up and a sundown. It looked like one evening they had gone in and gone. oh, I forgot. I forgot that little watch. Let's go back. We'll get that. Go in. Come out. Oh, I, for- I forgot something else. Let me just. <laughs> we'll go back in. We'll go back in. Don't worry about it. Don't worry. It's only two. We got time. Let's go, let's go in. Let's go in. Like, I mean, I it
2: was just- the same with the the first. Uh, like when they're getting the scarab out of the. Building in in the first like 15 minutes. Yeah. And she hands it to him, and like the building's gone into lockdown, but he somehow manages to walk (laughs) out the door
1: anyway. Just walks out. You know, just walks out with this. That guy like, over no no there, one stopped stop him? I did, I did think that. I was like, how
3: does he get out? Surely yeah. That has been go for a good five minutes. Surely <laughs> all the doors are shut. <laughs> Just, uh... Just walks, a, clean out the door. This is a, uh, mil- a, a company that specializes in military com- contracts and defense and security and can't even lock down their own building. I would not nope. pay them money
1: for no, anything. Yeah, yeah. If anything, I've learned that this company is completely incompetent. <laughs> and like we, Nobody should ever hire them. It's it's such like for it's me because Susan Sarandon doesn't care. <laughs> yeah, that is it. That is literally it. She does not care about the film or the company. She don't care. She doesn't care. and uh, For me, like this film to get into like I guess a more interest introspe- not introspective because that's more about myself, but like a more deeper. <laughs> it's made me introspective. <laughs> Why did this make you feel about you? Yeah, <laughs> it made me feel. Let's like make was- this about you. <laughs> <laughs> it made me feel like I wasted my time <laughs> and my life. No, I'm joking. Um. Yeah, but to dissect, I guess, this film more, I think, like, when I compare it to, say, The Flash, we've talked about The Flash. I think The Flash is going to be remembered as like a turning point in superhero films because that film was really bad, like, yeah. and it made no money, like, it was a complete flop. And DC have unfortunately had two flops in a row. Now, is this as bad as The Flash? No. But I think because this is so cookie cutter run by the numbers, just, you know, it's even esque of like Green Lantern when that came out as well, that it's just so carbon copy that it's going to just be forgotten in like T minus a day. I mean, Simone forgot it in less than that, like a few hours. And I think it's a sign that like Toby, last time he was with us and we kind of, I think we lost this, unfortunately, because of uh, a recording issue. My recording issue. But the um, th- he mentioned that people want... It's not that they're fed up of superhero films. It's that they want good superhero films. And I think that's true to an extent. But I think we are starting to see like an end of this style of superhero films. Like, we're coming to an end of this now. And Marvel also have had this problem that they've peaked with Endgame. And subsequently, I think we can all agree here, the best thing that they've come out with since that was Loki. Yeah. And Loki is a, what I am now coining, me, I'm taking
2: this (laughs) (laughs)
1: um, as revisionist superhero films. Like, much like Westerns had their boom and then revisionist Westerns that deconstructed the genre and started to evaluate these films in, like, a introspective way. this is the the, this is what we want to see logan was that logan um the across the spider verse is that you know logan deals with like the death of a hero across the spider verse deals with like an end a a superhero who should have never been a hero and also it breaks down like the trope of having like your family member have to die to be a hero i think that was really intelligent and breaking down the genre joker does that even though i don't really like that film that much but it's still a revisionist film the boys even though i've not watched it is 100 percent a revisionist take on that genre and these are now more popular than crap like this because well, this is just the same crap we don't, we don't we, want it we, we
2: don't need any more origin stories we've seen origin stories hundreds and hundreds well, hundreds mm. of times so many times you know like it feels it's, like hundreds it does feel like hundreds of times and it's i think Ian, that you've hit the nail on the head there like we are ready to see the next step mm. like show us something new
3: yeah yeah i think because when um obviously the tom holland spider-man's started they skipped the Ooh, whole tom holland. tom holland. they skipped <laughs> they skipped the whole origin story because obviously we saw it with uh toby mcguire and we saw it with uh andrew garfield right so yeah. everyone if anyone knows anything it's either Batman's origin story or Spider-Man's origin story. It's like always done. So they tried to sidestep that. And you're right, we don't the, the these the way superhero films I think need to move forward is being less about the powers and the fighting and you know the spectacle and more about the characters and more mm-hmm. about grounding it in more about the f- like themes. You watch yeah, you watch you watch Logan, right? Logan, Logan obviously he's he yeah, obviously he's got his powers and it's great when he but it's not about it's about him as a person. It is about him as an old man coming to terms with his, I guess, mortality, and you know the fact his body isn't how it used to be, mm-hmm. and it's more, it's, it's such a good film that oh, it's like we've said it before. It's not even a good superhero; it's just a great film. Great film. It's period. just
1: a brilliant film.
3: It doesn't. He he didn't even he doesn't even have to have the Wolverine claws in that film. It doesn't matter that whole bit. The whole yes the bit at the end where he's you know his his last stand is great but he doesn't need to have the superpowers for that what everything that's been built up to that beforehand is what makes that film fantastic exactly. and i think that's where superhero films need to go because when we had the mcu yes we had obviously all the fun stuff with iron man and captain america but we really got to love these characters and now a lot of those characters are now gone. So obviously Iron Man's gone, Captain America's gone, everyone's mm-hmm. gone. So what they're asking us to do is basically start from scratch. And we're like, well, no, we've already been through mm-hmm. 14 years of origin stories and films and stuff. And now you're basically asking us to fall in love with... It's like, we're tired of that. Please give us something. You know, if you want to make us care about your characters, make interesting characters. Don't just keep making, you know... Lack of a better term, crap. That's you know <laughs> this the same as we we've been getting. It's, 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 true, like,
1: it, it's 100% true because like it's a hundred percent true because for Love and Thunder, I think is one of the biggest missed opportunities in terms of the films that have come out recently. Not to jump on your point, but it is true. What we got was crap, right? That was a crap film. Hmm. We, like, and what they could have because I think they should go a step further where it's I agree with you, characters, but they have a real opportunity to explore themes and like just uh, the bigger questions that like we can get from film and it might again you know we have talked about it before that like i have semi not pretentious but like i some semi have like well you guys can say it's pretentious it's fine okay i but like i have a higher standard for my films i'm definitely the harsher critic out of probably us like i i'm always quite harsh but it's because i think films can do more Mm. Like films can do like really significant things. And I think it's not just like, oh, well, these are just, I hate to like agree with Martin Scorsese because I didn't agree with him when he said it, like that these aren't really cinema. I don't want to say that because that's like, you. that's kind of obnoxious. And we've talked about this before, but the stuff they've been releasing like recently has nothing to say. It's just meaningless crap that they're just pumping out. Whereas for Love and Thunder, you could have had a real exploration into like what truly defines a hero and a god. And like gore is just butchering gods left, right, and center because they're given worship and these people are like, like, worshipped by humans. And it's like Natalie Portman as a human gets the abilities of a god. Does that make her a god? Or does she need to be worshipped to be a god? Like, and. Deconstructing that genre would have been more interesting than what we got. And what we got was rubbish. And that's the problem with this film. Like, it touches upon the ideas of being an illegal immigrant in the US and the fears of being removed like by force from your home and your family. And the ideas of like losing the people you love. And what it does with that is just like, here you go, and then throws it away. And I just like. It's just really frustrating because I do think films can be like more than what we're getting. And case in point of this, not me being pretentious like, Oh, it needs to be like Blade Runner or something like that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier is more than just like a superhero film. Like it's such an amazing film and Mm. it does such a great job of breaking down the espionage genre and placing it within the superhero genre but it does a better job of that by making it like a deconstruction of that genre and they should have kept doing that they should have kept doing that
2: yeah i i agree with you like i kind of felt like this i, I know it's gonna sound really harsh but like what were the stakes in this film like i yeah. know it's obviously it's mm-hmm. his, it's his <laughs> life so, so that's 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 i know that's awful to say like what are the stakes like so it's, it's, it's his life but like what were the stakes? Cause I know when you were reading the synopsis of it, I thought it was really interesting. You said like, he's trying to protect his community, but it's like, there wasn't really a community. We didn't really see anyone.
1: Until the end. Until the, where the end, yeah. Yeah. when everyone yeah. comes
2: out of like, you know, out of, I don't know where they came from. Like we've never <laughs> seen any of these people before at any point in the film. And I'd there was love no... if they
1: walked out of the family like,
2: Who are these who? guys? Um, <laughs> But yeah, there there was no there was no stakes in the film, and it all just felt hollow.
3: Yeah, you've got to have something there that you think this could this is an actual risk that there's a potential for something to actually happen here, like that that will have repercussions on a a wider scale. Because a lot of the the new Marvel films don't have that. Everything is Mm. is wrapped up and cut in Mm -hmm. in a Mm -hmm. in a film, and you know. You'll get, a, you'll get, for example, Gore, the God Butcher. Endless potential there to be. Absolute, you've got Christian uh, Bell in the role as well. Amazing. And you, and you just go, all right, see you later. <laughs> and
1: then <he's> just like, <laughs> yeah. And, either, and he's just dead at the end. And he's just and like, he's just,
3: and he's given it everything. And everyone else is doing like Panto, like, ooh, look
1: at me, it's far. Yeah.
3: And uh, he's given like a really good performance. And I'm just like, what a waste. We'll never see Gore again because he's gone.
1: I and like, uh, from probably one of my favorite comics in like i mean i won't say like in the last decade because there's been a lot of amazing comics but it is a really good comic like it is yeah i've got you and they just went that ah, there, there yeah. you go yeah he's but, dead there you go. it's interesting
3: it's interesting and i, I- I'd, I'd love to agree with this person because I don't particularly uh, agree with all their views, but Mark Miller, obviously, who created oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Kick-Ass yeah. and Kingsman, um, yeah. has also said that, really, the superhero film has peaked to Endgame and is now treading water trying to course-correct yeah. itself. Yeah, I, it can is. T- I mean, Endgame... When you look at it as a standalone film is, you know, there's all the spectacle and, you know, there's this big fight scenes and everything, but it's the culmination of so much that was built, yeah. so much hard work that was put before it from two thousand and eight up to twenty nineteen mm. that with characters that we've literally, like literally there and back to Simone's point, there were stakes. There were stakes. You know, at the end yeah. of Infinity War, we knew that I and mean, we we've seen that in other Marvel films. Mm. And we knew going into both Infinity War and Endgame that anything could happen. No one was um uh, no one was safe, really, apart from people who were just introduced in science movie contracts, who we already knew about, but yeah. they were probably fine. But we knew, like, you know, obviously Iron Man was on the table, Captain America was on the table, Thor theoretically was on the table at that point, Black Widow, obviously at that point we actually had something to be invested in we had people and stories and characters that we actually cared about and wanted to actually come back and see if three times a year as we did nowadays we're literally just saying ant-man fighting villain of the moment or whoever it is and then it's it's gone the only thing that is kind of going back to another earlier point is loki which seems to be building something that could
1: actually and be world changing that's because it's in my opinion, revisionist it breaks down what Loki and like that universe is about with the timekeepers and how the how this universe actually works. And when we meet He Who Remains at the end, that isn't it. I remember us watching that, and both me and Sim were like, that was fantastic. Like, He Who Remains explaining this universe and all the time, and how he keeps everything in check is a really great way of breaking down a superhero film and, like, the ideas of um, determination. And are these things always going to happen? Mm. When he's, like, when they're writing and he's already written what they were going to say, like, that is kind of like, well, this is always preordained. It's always going to happen. And then when he says, I'll see you soon, it, it's, a, it's really interesting that they've broken down the genre like that. Maybe everything with Thanos was always meant to happen the way that it did and when Doctor Strange had his like time thing, there's only one timeline. Well, maybe because this was always going to be the way that it was meant to be. So like that's interesting. But the rest of them have just not said anything of interest. Like even Endgame, which as you say is a spectacle, and I don't agree with Martin Scorsese when he talks about things like Endgame because it is an accumulation of like that work that they did. But I think the thing in Endgame you see interesting takes on like four. He's clearly going through like PTSD from Mm -hmm. what he dealt with and like having failed, you know, and, and his character goes from this like guy who has to deal with the guilt of not being able to save everybody to in a film time being like this wacky pantomime character being like, wait, what up? And I'm like, what has happened between this and that? I think Martin Scorsese was wrong to call the spectacle, everything prior to Endgame. But I think this period has just become like nonsense that it's just like, well, they're going to pay for it anyway. They're going to go see it, and it's going to be getting people in seats rather than anything of significance. I I don't know what you guys think, you know, why Loki works so well. Actually, we forget another one. It slips through the cracks that I actually really did think worked. Werewolf by Night
3: werewolf by night did yeah. work because it's a genre film it's a horror it's a genre film it's yeah. revisionist <laughs> yeah it's, it's 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 ignored everything that's you know come before it. it's its own thing it's a genre piece it's it's built with that kind of thing in mind i really ah oh, forgot about werewolf by night that's yeah it, you forget <laughs> about it it's really yeah, good you, you forget about really it good. because
1: it's in the sea of crap like it's you forget because we've had the flash and we've had black adam and we've had blue beetle and we've had Four love and thunder and it's just too many it's too many so then when something like werewolf by night comes along i'm like oh that was really good and then it was so different
2: like mm. so different i mean at this point is it
3: hey i'm ryan reynolds at mid mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot
2: Are we are we really asking that much just to not have a like a, a, <laughs> but are we are we asking that much? Oh my <laughs> word, <it's laughs> like just don't rehash the same 70 plus films that we've already got don't rehash that there's so Sorry. much more that could be said there's so much sending
1: more sending this to Kevin Feige are we asking much
2: i don't like Come i don't on. i don't feel like we are like i would love to see them Without the const- I don't know whether like DC are as strict as Marvel can be, as we know. You know, Edgar Wright left Ant Man because he felt too yeah. confined. Yeah, yeah, are they yeah, yeah. just so confined and so tight with what they want to to sell us that they're pushing away what could be great? This film probably could have been really great if they had just let it be less formulaic. Like, really give it to. Um, I mean. The writers who, who
1: directed this as well.
2: I think the were the, the writers and the director. They are
1: Angel Manuel Soto. They're they're Mexican okay. they're
2: of Me- Mexican heritage, right? So yeah, they like, should have
1: really been able to just run with. You.
2: Let them just uh, do Puerto it. Rican. Let them just write. Yeah. What like write write something that you know they want to see because people love like people love seeing themselves. You know, like yeah. I as a black person i loved black panther that was amazing mm. seeing i was just about to say that's why a, black
1: panther worked
2: seeing such a like a positive portrayal of mm. black people on screen mm-hmm. which is something that you don't often get to see i would have loved to have seen a genuine story about a mexican american family like struggling and their their issues with immigration and just trying to achieve the american dream they could have they could have done so much more just yeah. with just with those two things that they do drop in, but they don't really yeah. go anywhere. They with.
3: don't. Exp- they don't explore it. They don't explore nearly it often enough. And whereas... that would have
2: been a more interesting film. It would
3: Black, have been great. Black Panther did that really well. Yeah, and really it did. just let that voice like be like as loud as it possibly could and told a fantastic story while delivering on a really entertaining superhero film at the same time yeah it was a it was a real smash black Panther um, is a black prime panther example Tune, of
1: so. <laughs> yeah, black yeah. For, unfortunately that i
3: feel like there was, was mitigating the... circumstances on that film that maybe
1: didn't maybe happen. but i also feel like this isn't a review for black panther 2 we've already done that but i feel like first half of that film or the first 10 minutes of that film clearly homage to what happened yeah. um still heartbreaking three years on yeah I still I still I've, can't get past it I can't I get still past can't. Yes. I can't It's insane mm-hmm. the rest of the film I feel like yeah there was definitely issues I heard there was a whole different script like mm-hmm. a totally different script that had been written but what they then did give us I just felt was like kind of all over the place maybe it is because of the circumstances um I mean it doesn't follow the the stereotypical story i guess but i feel like yeah it didn't it's not great black panther 2 but i think it's the best of this phase um what else was in that phase but i think it's definitely one of the passable ones of that phase but probably what i was going to say though that i felt this that's why i feel like this film kind of again i would need to speak to somebody who is latin american and i would like to re um redo this with perhaps Jesse, who I've mentioned before, or somebody else um, of Mexican American or or other like Cuban American or any other immigration immigrant of Latin America yep. to America. Um that's why it felt really shoehorned for me. Cause it's like Black Panther, that whole film was inherently about that. And it was organic, and they really made a very great like film that not only has a really good story an aspect of that story is about that representation the black experience in the u.s you have killmonger who is all about that like discussion and they did it so well to inherently make the story about that whereas this has nothing like that like i feel like that's what they wanted the villain to be in this in the 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 big suit guy but it's only because his like family were involved in like a revolution that like they didn't need to be and the americans bombed their country but then they don't really look into that at all other than blue beetle suit being like i scanned his memory and i need to show you what he went through so you don't kill him and then they show it and i was just like okay like what what that should like, have been what?
2: brought up way before way earlier <laughs> yeah way before
1: yeah, I mean, it just I, feels disingenuous. It
3: it it, it was like uh, it did feel almost like an oh, and afterthought. Oh, actually, we should give this guy some kind of redemption arc, so we don't feel too bad for him. Uh, so we feel a bit bad for him, and then obviously a reason. Like obviously, we see the bit with the locket that he's got that she takes off him. And you're like, okay, this, we already know there's going to be something, and then he just kind of give it a thirty second kind of moment That's, at the end.
1: That should have been like a big part of the film. She should have like had
3: now- it out all the time and been like kind of tempting uh, tempting with it saying oh don't worry remember what i did for you all that stuff and then we we found out about 20 minutes before the end that she had you know some she was responsible for him
1: it's
3: just yeah it's
1: so bad like killmonger is like such a good example of how to write that well and still that line when he's like throw me into the sea with like my with my ancestors
2: sisters. who knew it was better to die than Ooh, to live in bondage. That is,
1: I'm getting goosebumps right now. Yeah. Literally just got goosebumps. That is like, also helps oh. when you have Michael B. Jordan doing it as well. Yeah, it does oh. help. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it, it does help. It does <laughs> help. But, but it, that that is goosebumps. That that line and the whole film is about how he being from Wakanda and should have had his opportunity there and wanted to take the throne and his existence in America and what he's experienced. This dude, who the hell is this dude? Like, who is this guy? Uh, what are you his could, stakes?
3: You know, you, we you, know. He's not going past this film. You know that much. So it's yeah. like <laughs> I'm not seeing you in Blue Beetle 2, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> like if he like, turns
1: up. It's, it's hey. like
3: Mickey walking Iron Man 2. I was like, hey, you're not making Iron Man free, so Yeah,
1: it's just so wasted. It's so wasted because if they embraced it... Embraced it? If they embraced... Embraced it. <laughs> it's wasted and embraced it. If they embraced the representation and perhaps that discussion of like... Um, U.S interference in South America and how they absolutely decimated this character's life because of US involvement in like in the in um, uh, the South American country. Got there eventually. Um, <laughs> and it being like a private company doing that also makes sense. That mm-hmm. is 100% things that happened in history mm-hmm. and the CIA were doing stuff like that. So You could definitely do that, embrace that story, have this villain as completely more compelling with somebody who is a son of an immigrant. Perhaps he feels resentful because it's like, you had the opportunities that I didn't. And then at the end, he realizes, oh, actually, it's the system that did this to both of us. It's the society that we live in. Like, we live in a society. It's capitalism. (laughs) Yeah, it's capitalism. It's CIA. It's the US. It sucks. It sucks. Like it's doing badly. Like we, we, we are brethren in our experience. That would have been more interesting, but that I, isn't what happened.
3: I do think that superhero films now are more spectacles than storytelling, which yes. is. And I went on a rant there. As, I'm really sorry. No, this whole no, thing's no, made me I, I going t- off on. One. Totally agree. And to circle back to our Martin Scorsese point earlier, I didn't agree with him when he said that they're like theme parks and they're spectacles at the time. He is becoming proven, more and more proven, right? Yes. With the, each each film that comes out, which I, I'm at a point where I went, well, I can't really argue with you post Endgame. I can't. I'm struggling to think apart from like the Batman, you know, oh, which that's great. It's yeah. a great film. But it's a great, but it's a. It's not. Again, it's under that not just a good superhero film; it's a great film. You, a know, great film. you know, it's you know, it's he doesn't. It's basically like seven, and you know, David plays Fincher, with the yes. genre. Yeah, yeah, it does. It's like he just happens to be Batman. That's it's more of a that's a plus than anything mm-hmm, else. Mm-hmm, same, same as cool. Logan, he happens to be Wolverine. He just, but it's not the it's not the crux of the story. Whereas all these other films, are like Hey Blue Beetle, he's a fun new character for you to enjoy, and you know, and you I know.
1: didn't.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but I guess, because what, what Marvel did really well for years was build a world and build that. I don't think DC, and correct me if I'm wrong, at the end of any DC film, you never thought, right, oh, the, the world's opened up here. What are we going to see? You get like a little cameo at the end of maybe like, Henry Cavill pops up or doesn't or does, you know, <laughs>
1: depending on what day it is. Pops per, up, never to be seen. For Henry Cavill.
3: I'm going to fight Black Hat. No, you're not. Um, <laughs> but like, I'm looking at the list here, so I'm going to go through the list. And obviously, we've already established that Blue Beetle is better than the Flash. So you know, we're playing higher or
1: lower here. Really? Okay. Um, All right. Okay. Wait. Higher well, or lower let, than the? Wait, flash? Let
2: me let me get my my uh, ranking list app up, and I'll. <laughs>
1: okay. 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 Wait. Wait. Whilst whilst Simone's doing that, I will say. That I apologize for my crazy rant on this episode. No, I, I, think, I, re- I think it was very, very well thought out, actually. I really, I it, just, it really touched a lot of points. I'm so exacerbated by I left this film genuinely. Do you know how Toby was after The Flash? Oh, no, you were, surely
3: weren't that angry. No, no,
1: no, 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 no. I was like, no, 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 no. I don't think anybody did. he killed a guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Toby just punched a guy in the face. <laughs> Punched a kid who was it was Ezra Miller. Yeah. Well, nobody cared which, about which that. which is
3: maybe. fine. Yeah, <laughs>
1: mm. um, no, I wasn't
3: that angry. To be clear, Toby never hit anyone, <laughs> No, Toby wouldn't to hurt for, just... for legal reasons. For legal
1: reasons, <laughs> he hit me. No, sorry, right, Toby. Um, no, like, I just was so tired after watching this film i actually felt sad like that's how i felt after watching this film because i was just so like oh i'm done i'm really done and i love superheroes and to leave a film like that and just be like oh uh.
3: well, I'm,
1: I'm looking at a list of dceu DC okay films, okay and
3: i'm putting this in my top five easily maybe top three so, All right,
1: well let's see let's see the others because it might be right. in mine, but that might be a list right, of so we'll, a we'll rose start, gallery, if you we'll, will.
3: We'll start. We'll go backwards from the Flash. So better than the Flash. Yes. Yes. Uh, better than Shazam, Fury of the Gods. Yes. Okay. are <laughs> two for two. Um, <laughs> Black Adam. Yes. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah. Right. This is where I make it might get interesting. The Suicide Squad.
1: No, it is no. not as good. I as I agree. The Suicide I think squad. the Suicide yeah,
3: Squad yeah, yeah. is probably my favorite of the dc is
1: that is that a part of
3: it's right, far, it, it technically it's on the wikipedia so it must be true
1: is it no but is that a part of james gunn's dcu no james gunn's dcu technically hasn't started yet well this is what i was going to say we all hate this. this well no you think it's fine and smone just didn't enjoy it. well and it hated the it. quote
3: from james gunn says the blue peter blue peter <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: Ironically,
3: ironically, I've never watched Blue Peter in my life. So I react oh, no, so I, really, I really, I really wanted a Blue Peter badge. Oh, and who got didn't? One. Who Everyone didn't? Want got one. One. Yeah, to be fair, that is the pinnacle of British TV. Blue Peter badge, 5 <laughs> <Anyway, laughs> The Blue Peter, but Jesus Christ! <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you I mean, know what it's because the word Peter's yeah. in it it's because it? it's cause the word peter saffron is underneath what i've written <laughs> do
1: you know what this is worse than blue peter, blue, is... peter is than... <laughs> blue peter is better than blue
3: peter is better than blue Beetle. right i'll give you that <laughs> even though i've never seen it <laughs> right blue the blue beetle character was oh, yeah. reportedly part of Gunn and Saffron's plans for DCU. In June, Gunn said Blue Beetle would be the first DCU character while noting that Superman Legacy 2025 is the first DCU film. Later that month, Soto, the director, said Blue Beetle was a part of the DCU and future plans for the franchise, but was not connected to the prior DCEU films. Oh God, explaining goodness. that this film lives in the world where superheroes exist, but doesn't mean that it ties to certain events or things that have happened previously. So basically what they're saying is... <laughs> if, if we want to call on the old stuff we can but we're not tying what? ourselves to it <laughs>
1: what is that as a statement <laughs> like that's just gibberish Is like, in a universe where superheroes exist but stuff doesn't happen you know there's maybe in it it's, might it, not
2: it's, it's disregard everything that came before but
1: but maybe don't
2: do <laughs> <laughs> but
3: in case the fans go really mental we might just bring back every camel <laughs> it's just awful Right. Do, you, okay. do you reckon do you... if henry cavill got a call from james gunn said hey mate uh how you doing wondering <laughs> if you want to put the red cape on i'd be like hell no i just hang no, <laughs> no no no
1: <laughs> so do, we... do, I... <laughs> <laughs> do we think do we think it's actually going to get better once james gunn starts doing stuff oh i hope so <laughs> Because it's just painful. It's a do we okay? Carry on Uh, on with the list, right? So 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 we're on the suicide squad,
3: which is technically which is better, which is better. It is better, right? Then we've got the Snyder Cut. Oh, I'm gonna say the Snyder Cut is and I've said this before because it throws so much in four hours. It's that metaphor the more mud you throw out of the wall, the more of it will stick. (laughs) Eventually, it had to to have something.
1: what a review you <laughs> threw it there Christ. i think oh god that's tough i think i had a better time watching the suicide squad than this but i think uh, the suicide squad, i did i did have a better time <laughs> fact um, i just, just want to hold on to that no i did have a better time watching the Snyder cut in one way because as you say there was so much there that like some of it's going to be enjoyable but it is for Hours and like there it are, ain't short. There will be follow
3: up questions after this list as to why we have picked these. I guess, but um,
1: so. I th- I would I th- I think that is maybe on par, but for different for different reasons. Okay. Like I think it's. I think the concept that that they wanted the Snyder Cut wanted to do is better than this. I think actually no, I'm going to stick with the Snyder Cut is better than this. Because at least at least he's trying.
3: Yeah. At least it, uh, he's Snyder's
1: after he's four tried. hours. <laughs> he's tried. <laughs> he's <laughs> trying. <laughs> he is genuinely making something that he believes is this like vision of his film. Wh- whose vision this is, I don't know. But the, yeah. at least the Snyder Cut is doing this something. This is a this
3: is a studio film. Yeah. This yeah. Is a okay. Producer. Next. Right. <laughs> Sim, before Sim, Snyder cut.
2: Um have you, have you watched it? I started it. I got about half an hour in and I was that like, says, well, that's, well, that's, that's,
3: that says all I need to know. Not right. <laughs> even have. halfway. No, <laughs> I,
2: was like, I don't I don't have the tenacity for this.
3: You just saw <laughs> not the not weird anymore. Wonder Woman bitch where she's running and she <laughs> basically me, 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 protects me. protects that child and go You can grow up to be like me, but not like me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But not not really. Not you know, really, because like, I'm, I'm like awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and you're not. Uh, speaking <laughs> of which, next one is Wonder Woman 1984. Oh <laughs> I think okay, review, this is yeah, I think review review should just be, you know, you guys making sounds. <laughs> Ooh, uh, uh. Yeah, that
1: was
2: that was that was yeah. that
1: was bad. No. All right. Okay, this is this is better than that. So Blue Beetle's still doing okay. <laughs> yeah, it's right. still actually top three technically.
3: Yeah. Okay, we've got next Birds of Prey, which I enjoyed yeah, more than Blue Beetle. Right. I enjoyed, yeah, I enjoyed, yeah, I enjoyed that. Enjoyed yeah, that. It's all right. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. It's
1: fine. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. yeah it's all uh, fine. Shazam. Yeah. Do you know, uh, I
2: didn't hate Shazam. I did. <laughs> <laughs> It's broadly fine. It was and broadly Zachary
3: fine. Levy needs to sit down. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, he, he does. Stay yeah, quiet for does. a bit. <laughs> yeah, he does. Get um, out of here, Z- Sit, sit, sit down. <laughs> I'm going to oh. say
2: Shazam is better than Blue Beetle.
1: Oh, okay. Ooh, okay. Right, okay. I'm actually going to side. Oh, that's tricky to side with. I'm going to side not just because, you know, She's in the house, but I'm going to side with Simone. You um, <laughs> just... make me sound
2: so <laughs> abusive on this podcast. You make me sound awful. Okay. I'm, I'm coming
1: I just now. imagine Simone's like wheeled around the corner, just staring
3: at
1: down. Well, I think Shazam was a better time than this. Yeah. I, like, had I, fun do, I left so true. I, I disagree, but let's okay.
3: move on. No, I, right. Surely Aquaman. <laughs> Aquaman's
1: better than this,
3: is it? Yeah, it's, yeah. This, this is it's forty minutes
1: too long. It's too yeah, but this is this is probably two. I would and, say two hours and 10 Jason Momoa
3: too. is a good fun watch. He's good Jason
1: and... Momoa is a fun watch. The stuff in the trench is really good. I love the stuff in the trench. That's good stuff. <laughs> 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 okay. Stick around for the trench. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Said, I I quote, love, that's
3: gotta be a quote. I, I love know. the stuff in the trench. How did you feel stuff. about the trench? <laughs> I, I, I didn't care for the trench.
2: I didn't honest. care for the did trench. You know, I didn't I care for the, the trench. trench. Didn't care for the film at all, to be honest with you. No, I, I, you, know I, you?
3: I, I, I'm a no. smaller now. Oh, <laughs> no. okay, fair enough. I thought we all liked the trench. Okay, right. <laughs> I think we can all agree that uh, the the original Justice League is terrible, right? Oh, yeah,
1: move on. Okay, one Wonder Woman. Yeah, no. This Wonder Woman's way better than yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, and Wonder Woman's Woman is good, even with the weird Ares stuff at the end. It's better than this. Yeah, like, Wonder way Woman's better. Good. Don't know what happened in the sequel. I do though. love that Ares didn't shave his mustache. I love that he still has his mustache under that okay. helmet. Feeling right. that.
3: Suicide Squad. <sighs> I think we move have, on. Think, move think on. We're yeah. yeah. Uh, move on. <laughs> Batman versus Superman, colon Donald Justice.
2: Oh, jeez. I forgot about that film.
3: <laughs> that
1: was what... How did you forget? Oh. We went to see that film together. We went <laughs> together. to see
2: that film together. Yes, we did. Yes,
1: we did. We were still in uni. I reviewed it for the university, the university newspaper called The News, um, which, yeah, I didn't really like it much then, but... I think it's still better than this because I think there least- needs to be a ranking of these films at some point. Like a proper. I think line. it's yeah, we should we should this should be its own episode. But I feel like it's it at least try again. I think anything that Snyder does, I believe he believes he's making <laughs> something good, <laughs> and like because of.
2: So I believe. He believes, you know, oh guy? But no, oh. I, I was going to pay him a
3: compliment. It's it like, like a it's child up. doing a finger painting, and you're going, "That's really good. It's well done." Right. Well, as long as
2: you like it, sweetie, it's all good.
3: Yeah, we'll put right. it on the, we'll put it on the fridge, and people will ask about
1: it. But I think because of that, it inherently has some merit because he's trying to do something. And because so, <laughs> so that collect- can't be the that can't be the criteria. <laughs> like,
3: you so tr- try to do something. So many of these films
2: do nothing. <laughs> oh like, Ian, it's this. so mean. No! I genuinely
1: <laughs> Blue Beetle! Blue Beetle
2: You're digging I'm yourself I'm a broken, hole here. I'm
1: broken, Chris. No, Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle doesn't do anything. It does nothing. Whereas at least Snyder is trying to do something that like is different, or like it doesn't work, but he tries, and like because of that, I think it has artistic merit.
2: Oh. <laughs> what a what a long winded way of saying that you didn't like it. What a long winded way. Because he tried. He tried.
3: <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. I'm just. Man of Steel. <laughs> Man of yeah, Steel's yeah, better
1: yeah. than this. Man of Steel is definitely better than this, but it could have been better.
3: All right. Okay. So <laughs> but he tried.
1: He really tried. <laughs> he really tried. Oh,
3: I mean, he's doing oh God. He's doing all right. So, fair play. To him. Yeah, no,
1: I like. I, do you know what? He's i has got a Star gen- Wars film on the horizon, so, you know. Oh, good. I, I genuinely mean <laughs> this from. Do you mean
2: like, that? Oh, good. You, oh, you oh, go good. good you're like, yeah. shit. <laughs> I,
1: mean, <laughs> <laughs> I I mean this. Genuinely, with all my heart, I genuinely really like Zack Snyder. He seems like a lovely person and I would love to- He really gives it a go. He does! I really want to sit with him and all of his films he genuinely like puts all of his effort into his films. I think he is more a visual director and like I would love to tell him to just like focus on the visual element and get somebody else to write his films. Because I feel like he would actually get something of r- like really high quality if he just did the visual stuff, but he seems like such a lovely guy. Like I, he does. So I, I, I genuinely mean that. I like Zack Snyder. I want to make sure but you don't <laughs> like his that. films. No, I don't. No, I re- I don't like his films, no. <laughs> I mean, his,
3: it, we've said this before, his best film is a remake, which is Dawn of the Dead. Um And and the
1: original's still better, so... It,
3: it, it is, you know, he's got the blueprint yeah. there already. I know he was, like, involved in, you know, the Suicide Squad, but you know, his films... Like I say, he does seem like a really nice guy, and he's really passionate, I'm starting to sound like you now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he yeah. tries. Yeah, was really good! Yeah, but, um, yeah... So the, fil-
1: the so this is th- technically top five. Yeah, you the, are right. The, the films
3: yeah. we've picked out, then you know, Man of Steel, Wonder Woman, uh, the Suicide Squad, Birds of Prey. What is it about those films that work and the others don't? Essentially, because you know you've got origin stories in there, you've got things that are, you know, the the blueprints for every and every other. Um, superhero films what is it about those films that we like more than blue beetle is it truly really that they're trying to do something different you know like Zack snyder or you know they're trying to <laughs> he's trying he's... what what is it about those films that stand out i guess
1: what do you think sim
2: oh i is mean it cast,
3: is it casting is it something like that obviously you've got margot robbie's harley quinn which obviously was a big deal yeah
2: potentially i mean i wasn't particularly i didn't find um the actor that played Jaime didn't find him very compelling. Like, no, he, he wasn't not, very. He, he wasn't. He wasn't charismatic. He didn't really have something <laughs> going for him. That sort of. Jesus, he's,
1: he's so good looking. <laughs> 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 Everyone, you're a good looking guy, but you've got no charisma. You've got nothing like, going for you.
2: It wasn't okay. That's, that's Your not, you're making me sound really mean. I'm sorry, sir. But um, <laughs> he, yeah, I mean, he didn't. <laughs> I, he, he, he didn't have anything that like
3: he didn't have No that, one is that, safe on this
2: podcast <laughs> No they're not I mean no he didn't have anything that like anything. That made him seem like really compelling Or like particularly interesting Um Jeez what it's, it's true so brutal. It's, a, it's, it's a
1: valid point, it is a valid like, point. it's a valid point mean, I, I thought you were going to say the character wasn't well written you just like decimating this guy's performance he's <laughs> got no charisma he's got he nothing wasn't, he to he wasn't him particularly
2: charismatic like it wasn't really there wasn't really anything in it and then you look at like even with the relationship with jenny i was like really oh, yeah, no,
1: that's yeah really it's this it's guy true. really it's true like it is true. What when is they were it? going to kiss each other, is, I was like, "He is cute. What? He's
3: got good hair. I'll give him that."
2: But like their their relationship wasn't really like it didn't feel like, so like it like it built on anything. <laughs> you know, it didn't. It felt very. I
3: <laughs> I, I agree. It's kind of like yeah, it, I agree. they
2: pushed just, in there.
3: Suddenly they're just oh yeah, we'll we'll be together now. It's like we it, we like each other. It's like, I mean okay.
2: I know that people do bond over traumatic events so. And they went through, they went, they were, you, you know, people shot at them. So that's that's quite as traumatic. So <laughs> I guess short. that that's what brought them all together. But
3: yeah. I I was thinking about that line in Speed, because in Speed, they say like people who meet over traumatic be- events rarely work out. And I was like, well, yeah, you think of like John McClain, you think of anyone who's been in any action yeah. film, they, they're not happy. They don't live happy no. lives. <laughs> so
1: so the hungry. sequel to this is Blue Beetles like got depression and like him and Jenny are broken up. He's got like an alcohol problem, <laughs> but, he, but he can't get drunk because the robot
3: retrospective, gets...
1: yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a breakdown of the genre. Um, Oscar nominated Blue Beast. <laughs> I think, I think what those, films I mean, across <clears throat> uh,
2: Spy- uh, Spider-Verse already did that,
1: yeah, yeah true. 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 I mean, oh, they're so good, it's but so good. I think what those films did, I mean, the thing is, though, like, <sighs> the problem is. Are any of those films, like, honestly, between the two of you, any of those DC films that we've just listed, would you put them in your top superhero films that you've seen in the last 25 years? No. 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 So it's a low bar anyway for DC. Like, it's not great anyway. So then when I start going, what do those things have better than this? I'm like, well, they're just marginally entertaining or... The storylines trying...
2: a little bit more together and Yeah, or yeah. they're trying
1: something different that, you know, didn't quite work but I still find it interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the this, this is just crap. It's just nothing that's meaningless. I mean the when... best
3: the best two DC films that in the last can't remember how many, how many years you said, but obviously you've got the Batman and Joker. Now Joker, yeah. has, Joker, N- neither of them are in this universe. Yeah, Joker has five star moments and it has really bad one star moments for me, and it, yeah, it, it averages yeah. out. Whereas the Batman's incredible, but there are still films that you know are completely different to anything else in the DC and then,
1: canon. And then if if we broaden this out into like DC animation films, like DC animation films again, try and do retrospectives and breakdowns and. They just make way more interesting, mm. you know. Like, whereas it's, it's just these are crap. They're just so crap. I'm just so done. Even, I'm really just done. Even, even Teen Titans Go at the movies
3: is better than.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It is Teen Titan Go Who is great. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: Um. Yeah. No, I'm just really done. And I think what I want to see more of, and I think we can all agree, like if you went to me, what is across the Spider Verse and Logan and Winter Soldier and all of them better than this crap? I would say it's because they give us, as you said, amazing characters, as Simone said, great performances with great like breakdowns and I said with themes. I think that's what they do better. They mm. make good films. Whereas this is terrible. And if you if you leave this conversation still being like, oh, that was fine, you only think it's fine because you're comparing it to the crap that DC has released. Fair point. Absolutely fair <laughs> point. No, it's
3: it's <laughs> It, it's I, I, sorry, I, I, I really. I hate it. think I think we've established that this is above the standard we come to expect from DC, but it's still not. Um, it's not delivering what we want the superhero genre to now deliver, and I feel like both universes, to be fair, let's be fair, are both churning and turning <laughs> oh, the wheels in the dark and Do you... not really. getting I will say,
1: in. I pref- I prefer this to fall love and thunder. Interesting. We never did a marvel compar- a comparison but it's
3: i would I would agree I would agree I'd say it's I enjoyed it more I also say I enjoyed it more than multiverse and madness as well oh, oh yes
2: yeah, yeah i yeah. I hate you hated it, that. I hated that film
3: I mean well but, I mean quantum as well which is... I
1: think Quantumania is better than this but like not by that much. Like it's just really forgettable.
2: Oh, I didn't but... like Quantumania either. I, d- I you know what no, no, I think yeah, Quantumania I hated. Hated.
1: <laughs> you, you did hate. you did hate it. Hated. You
2: did. I, you I, did. I, I was too harsh on multiverse of madness. That was Ugh.
3: It's bad. But it's not good but it, it was a letdown more than anything yeah, else. Multiverse but
2: Quantumania was just
3: terrible. Yeah. So sorry. I think what I think what I'm getting at is the superhero fatigue, I think, is a legit thing now. Oh, I think it's and real now. Yeah, no, I, I think, think it's real. Because, and I don't, I think it's partly because we've had so much since 2008 when Iron Man hit, the, even before that. You know, we've Marvel have haven't been, you know, we've had Blade and X Men and stuff before that from the early 2000s. We're now in 2023, so nearly 23 years later from the first X Men film, or even Blade. You know, if you want to go that far back, that so, <laughs> Unless they do a complete left turn and give us something, you know, or, I, I don't want to... I'm not saying keep making terms like Logan or Spider-Verse, but something different, something fresh that isn't going to be like, oh, yeah, we saw this when they did Phase 1 at the MCU, <laughs> like, 10, 15 years ago. You're now just redoing it because you think we've got short memories. But <laughs> I, I feel like they just need to go, right, no, we're going to tell you brand new stories and don't worry about the superhero thing.
1: Well, cause... yeah, and I, f- I think they could not have to repeat Logan across the the, the Spider-Verse. Because I, I didn't I say, I think one of the early episodes we did of this is that, and I've said to Samo many times, Hawkeye, they should have done like a rom-com film for Hawkeye. I think that would have been really funny and it would have really worked as a genre piece that like his kids have been kidnapped. He needs to go for his meal with his wife and the film is done in actual time. So it's like an hour and a half to two hours of him trying to get his family, but it's not cut scenes to like a week later. It's an hour. It's two hours of his life. And we're watching him like go and try mm. and save his family, but it's kind of romantic comedy with his wife. I think that would have been interesting. I would have watched that and had a good time Four could have been this breakdown of what really makes a superhero or a God. And they could have done it in an interesting way. Taiko Waititi is a very good director you know, Jojo Rabbit shows that. Mm-hmm. You know, he could have done something really interesting with that character. Multiverse of Madness. It could have been, you know, this look into multiple universes, like across the Spider Verse. Was obviously we have a bit of a parallel there, but they don't have to repeat. You know what other films have done. You just need to do things different. So you what? Know, what,
2: and, what it sounds like, what you're asking for, is just a, a bit more of like because <clears throat> I feel like. So many action, like so many superhero films, it's like it's an action film, but they could be more than just an action film, right? Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. that is exactly they could, what I'm saying. They, Thank could, you. they could genre bend a little bit more, they yeah. could definitely yeah. genre bend. Bring some multiverse
1: could have been a horror, you could
3: yeah. have done exactly, you could have done a straight up horror with you know, like Werewolf by Night has that kind of potential. I I don't know if I part of me thinks i hope we see that universe again because well blade
1: kinda... is the hope i think true I think but blade i mean is the hope we must all pin on. wow
3: well, the rumors <laughs> are obviously everything's delayed at the minute but apparently there's <clears throat> issues before that about you know conflicting ideas and scripts and uh, and stuff. So even you know if Mah- maher Ali is having you know issues with the script that's not a good sign you know uh, um, me,
1: Chris.
3: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm just reporting the news. Um, it's you, Chris. It's me, you I'm the
1: issue. Um, you keep whispering in his ear, going, "Oh, you
3: shouldn't do that."
2: <laughs>
1: <sighs> so um, yeah, maybe
2: some, just some, some genre bending would be nice. Yeah, you know, just, uh, they don't
1: need to be action films. No, they don't. They That's don't need I'm to saying. be
2: action films. They
1: don't. Like Loki wasn't an action thing no no, No, it wasn't it It was not an action thing it was like a
2: drama drama it was this
1: yeah i I don't think there is much action in loki at all actually and it's really interesting it's really interesting you know they don't need to be action films you are you hit the nail on the head i want genre bending i want different stuff yeah you know and that's why the batman's so good it's seven it's a detective film
3: yeah, we want, to, we want to be able to go into these films without a checklist of tropes we expect to see and come out having ticked them all off because that's pretty much what we're doing every time we watch this now. We know exactly yep. this is going to happen,
1: there's going to be this, there's going to be this kind of, you know... Um, I, I, I have things. zero hopes for the Marvels at the end of the year. I have zero hopes.
3: Well, there. you've got Marvels, you've got Aquaman 2, you know. <laughs> <There's> a, <laughs> it's
1: going to be a strong I'm, end to the year, guys.
3: I'm holding out
2: hope for the Marvels because... Ugh. Are well, you? I really I really admire Neo Costa, who's the mm, director and true. she's she's co written it as well. Was um, she directed? She did um oh what's it called? Candyman.
3: Candyman. Yep. But before Lily that makes.
2: she did yeah. like a uh, almost like Western short film. Oh, yeah? Um
1: What's it called?
2: I'm not sure, I can't remember now. But um, what's it find out? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so like she's 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 quite a compelling person. And apparently in her interview for Marvel, she pitched a X-Men crossover with Fantastic Four. Is that the one? Okay, Um, cool. So she sounds like she knows her stuff. She knows the material. Like I'm hopeful, but I don't know. I mean, we'll see.
1: Yeah, I mean
3: I, I hope for her sake, because
1: I, I really enjoyed Candyman as well. I think I just think she sounds like she's early in her career, right?
2: Yeah, she's she's I think she's gonna be the youngest person to have directed a Marvel movie.
1: Okay, well, but they they do this all the time. They literally do this all the time. They get like these young directors get their name on it, and they will just tell them what to direct. I I I think this is gonna be exactly the same. Look at Eternals. That so was directed yeah, by Oscar winning director. Mm-hmm. And that was crap. That was
2: terrible.
1: (laughs) Like that was terrible. Oh no. We don't speak of that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean neither do Marvel. Neither do Marvel.
2: Like how many films have we had now? And there's supposed to be like a face and a hand coming out of planet Earth (laughs) and we never see it.
1: Nobody (laughs) references that. Oh, that was weird, wasn't it? It was crazy. (laughs) Forget
3: about it. Yeah, it's a shame because as well for female directors, if a film doesn't do well, that's you know, you don't get a lot of chances as a female director whereas male directors mm-hmm. can just brush it off a lot easier. Whereas someone like the Costa, you know, Patty Jenkins as well, you know what if the, if a film doesn't do well, then people go start I, asking questions immediately,
1: which is a I real don't shame. think it's their fault though. It's not their fault. It's not it's, it's not their fault. Mm-hmm. But it
3: is, fault. is a sad fact. You know, you look there's a number of them that, It's true you know, and it's really a shame. So I hope I hope that Marvel's is good for Near the cross, and also for Brie Larson's sake, because she gets a, still gets a lot of. It's oh, so so ridiculous. Shit. I I like, get why?
1: over it. <laughs> you I know? really don't get it. Like, I really, really do not get it. It's bizarre, bizarre. Yeah, it's so I, I men with small
2: man syndrome. Or... Yeah, it's tiny, it's, it's, tiny penis it's syndrome. Sad. Or penis
1: sad. <laughs> yeah, it's like sad little men. Sad little men. Sad, cannot... sad little men. <laughs> it's sad little men in their big little big cars driving <laughs> around being like i don't like brie larson because she's a woman and i don't like women with power and i didn't like barbie either and let me make a 45 minute video to tell you why <laughs> oh no it's ben shapiro ben Shapiro's <laughs> back. Ben, Ben, get out of here! He wears here. his
2: into every episode.
1: <sighs> he just sneaks his way in. And says, get get out of here, Stop ben. letting him in your house. <laughs> <Yeah>. and, <laughs> take, and take take Zach with you. Get get out of here, <laughs> Levi. Get out of here, both
2: of you. <laughs> I you meant Zach. Is Snyder? Like, what? <laughs> no, no,
1: Zach, <laughs> Zach Snyder can stay. We all know I like him. You can uh, stay, Zach. Do you, you sit you down. Like but
2: him? yes, I do. I okay. really do. You can. Uh, Sorry. Uh,
1: I feel, I feel
3: like we need to have a, 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 an episode just to d- delve into Ian's real feelings on Zack Snyder.
1: But... <laughs> they, I do like him. I do like him. And the, risk, yeah. and the risk of us, you
3: know, going completely off-piste on this one, I think uh, at the end of this... We
1: have we... a bit, actually. <laughs> <aren't we>?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for, for staying with us if you're still here. It, yeah, It we wouldn't
1: be the Phantom Zone if we didn't go off-topic. It wouldn't be. And... Yeah, so, base. So, really, what we want is
3: we want obviously, you know, kind of genre films. We want something different, and we want basically yes. our superhero films to give us something unexpected. Which, you know, given what we've got on the horizon, might not be immediate. No. But you know, James Gunn's DCU, we'll never see. We'll never know. Sorry, Superman Legacy. You know, potentially <laughs> we'll, never see, did we'll you? never see. We'll never see. We'll it. never see it. We'll never see <laughs> it. <laughs> Maybe not um, <laughs> at this rate. But I think. Blue Beetle. Basically, what we're saying is, it falls into the same category as most yeah. of the superhero films. It's too late. It's it's try it tries. Uh, it, I keep saying that now. It tries, but it really, it's 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 doing it's treading a lot of the same water that's already been gone over. And we're we're, we're getting to that point where we're getting fatigued, and fatigue is really becoming a real thing, right?
1: Oh yeah, big time, big yeah. time, yeah. yeah. But it's better than The Flash <laughs> Yes it is that's, that's our official review Better than The Flash Blue It's better than The Flash Maybe top five <laughs> <laughs> Just maybe top five well, They'll cut the quote there You know when they've always got a quote on the poster yeah. Better than The Flash Maybe, <laughs> maybe top, top five,
3: five. <laughs>
1: yeah. And People are like what of all time Films of all time Full quote of the DC universe Which isn't great <laughs> Which isn't great
3: <laughs> well i think that's that's a brilliant note to end on guys i think that's a that's that kind of hits the, hits the nail on the head in terms of our, our review of blue beetle and i guess the superhero genre as a whole but currently where it stands i feel it was a really <laughs> surprising but in-depth discussion that i wasn't expecting us to have but i really enjoyed it um but thank you for joining me and chatting to me about it it's been really fun <laughs> Well, thank you. Thank
2: you for hosting. De nada. Um, Ah. And
3: and of course, thank you to all you wonderful listeners. Sorry, it's been a long (laughs) for Yeah, it's been a long one. (laughs) And the heat's gotten to us. I'm not going to lie. I am am just over it. do now. (laughs) Thank you, listeners, for sticking with us. I know we went off on a bit of a a, a side quest there, but we really appreciate every single one of you for listening and hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Obviously, thank you to UK Farm Review for having us and Chris. Bop, bop. Massive shout out to Chris, the editor. He does amazing stuff over there. Uh, you can check out a lot of other great shows on Yuki Form Review, such as Gay Actually and The Scream Test. You know, obviously, you both were on Gay Actually recently, and we've had, we've and had we Rachel. Loved it. And we've had Rachel mm-hmm. on before. Really good uh, podcast to listen to. And if you've enjoyed listening to us ramble on about superheroes today, <laughs> you can listen to us talk about all kinds of nerdy things and more superhero chat on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and SoundCloud. Please tell your friends uh, to, and please like and share. We'd really appreciate it. You can find us on Instagram at the Phantoms on Podcast. And you can email us if you feel that you want to get in touch at the thephantomzonepodcast at gmail.com. But just for email. now, just email us.
1: Just email. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us how much you hate this. Yeah.
3: It'd be nice. Yeah, you know, if someone wants to get in touch, that's great. Maybe we'll, uh, we'll have a chat. Um, <laughs> but for now, until next time, thank you for listening, and we'll see you again soon. Goodbye.
1: Bye. Bye.